Welcome to Tea for Two Dominance. I am Miss Sugar Spice and this is my delicious friend, Exacting One. We are two curvaceous, lusty dominants who live the BDSM lifestyle 24-7. We are active in the Melbourne BDSM and alternative lifestyle scene. We welcome you to a very kinky conversation. So make yourself a cup of tea and enjoy. Warning, this podcast discusses adult concepts and ideas and is intended for 18 plus listeners. If you are under 18, go away. Now. Hello, boys, girls, and others. Here we are again today with our podcast, Tea for Two Dominance. I am Exacting One, and this is my podcast co-creator and femdom extraordinaire, well, thank you. I'm Miss Sugar Spice. Hi, guys. How are you going? So, today we are taking on an interesting topic. We are talking about the differences and similarities between submissives versus people that are simply people pleasers. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really important topic to talk about, but I'm going to let you do a lot of Oh. I'm going to do some reflection. Okay. Hmm. Well... If you remember, we we actually started talking about this uh, several weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I was doing, but it it kind of hit me that there was a big difference between somebody who was just people-pleasing and somebody who was trying to please an external focus, a focus that they submitted to, e.g. a dominant. Yeah. Feels like to me that there's a huge difference between those those two. Mm. And a people pleaser, I think, is looking for a way to fit into a new dynamic. And, and I, by dynamic, I don't necessarily mean a, a relationship. I mean this environment, whether it's in the clubs or whether they've met somebody online or they are in a new environment. Having new experiences. Yes. Mm. And, and in an attempt to fit in, they behave in a people-pleasing manner. Absolutely. Versus a submissive who just... Sorry, you'll have to excuse me. I forgot to turn my phone off. You and me both, sister. Versus a submissive who just is is wanting to to please a specific person. Yeah. So thoughts? Thought. I I have definite thoughts about there being a, a very big difference between su- true submission and people pleasing. I find that often people pleasers can be people who quite don't don't really have a a really strong sense of identity. Or, or self-esteem. Or, or, or high self-esteem. And they they just need to get that external validation from someone, mm. anyone, it doesn't matter who. Whereas submission in its truest form is, you know, they've already self-reflected and know that this is actually, that, that their life is about service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that they are very driven to serve a particular person a particular way for a particular stimulus that's been agreed upon prior. So, yeah, we see a lot of people pleasers come in and out of the scene. We see a lot of them come in and they're, you know, really in your face mm-hmm. type people and then they disappear because they actually weren't ready for the lifestyle in the first place. And they were just trying to find their feet. Yeah, and and I've noticed that they tend to be the first people that start banging on about the rules and mm. telling everybody what the rules are because they find th- these people are actually really smart. 
Mm. Oh, I'm not disputing that. And they they thrive on situations where they can study and know what the rules are and and thus be correct Mm. be on the good side of things you know and so these are the kind of people that in a lifestyle like this tend to seek out and know what the rules are and want to tell everybody else what the rules are. Mm. And make a big song and dance about the rules. Yeah. And if they're offended. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just going to, like, interrupt our podcast for a, I just need to get this off my chest. <laughs> I'm hugely pissed off. Oh. I I am upset that the slave auction will be no longer. I am too. And I just want to get it out there, Melbourne. I am upset. I did not get to go two years in a row. And now it's been it's been cancelled. It's always been fun. You know what? Someone has always gone first and someone has always got the lowest number of dollars. Now, I wasn't there. I can't report what happened. But I personally know the people who did the, the auction. I don't believe that there would have been intentional favouritism. And really, you know what? This is my podcast and and exacting one's podcast and we're entitled to opinion and opinion and our opinions are right because we're dominance. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pissed off and upset and now I can actually focus on what we're talking about, which is submissives versus people pleasers. Yes. And I think that saved right into where we were going with that, um, which was that drum queens. Yes, well, uh, people pleasers a lot of times can be drama queens, and they Mm. can also be people that move very quickly through different roles Mm. um, Mm. because, you know, they're they're seeking something, whether it's validation or an internal sense of contentment. They are seeking something that they Mm. do not have. Mm. But it's all about self. It is about self. Yeah. And it's, it's not about service no it's very ego based mm, absolutely. And, it's, and it's very quite often it's very loud proud in your face you know it's it's not a soft subtle thing um whereas submission quite often is there i mean you know submission always is not always soft and subtle but in most cases most dynamics have very soft and subtle ways that they express their dynamic yes um they have small rituals that nobody else will know about. They have particular things that happen in particular orders that nobody else would know about. Whereas a people pleaser, you know, everyone's going to know about that stuff. Mm -hmm. I find my experience with people pleasers is most of them have all been also been attention whores. That's why they have to know the rules so that they can always look right. That's correct. So look, you know, we're not saying that that being a people pleaser is is not. You know, that, that's a, it's a part of human nature to mm-hmm. to have some level in you that you want to people please. But what we're saying is, like, you have to really reflect about why you're entering the scene and why you're wanting to experience all the things. And um, you know, don't leave a, a hurricane of you know wreckage behind you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tornado. A tornado? Well, bridge? both of them. Hurricanes, they... just a tornado over water, so it's fine. Okay, okay. Well, we're not talking about a hurricane now. We're talking about a tornado. Don't, <laughs> don't leave wreckage behind you because you, you didn't get the satisfaction out of something that you wanted because, you know, it's not all about self and it's not all ego-based. It's not all about I, I, I. And if we look at submission, it's not about I. No. And, and 
isn't that like so so perfect that it is ego based? It's it's there's there's no thoughts, and I think I think it's like it, it's like they haven't they just run from one experience to the next experience, chasing the experience, not chasing the knowledge, not chasing the depth of character that comes mm. with truly experiencing and learning those things. Mm. I agree. And also um, the one thing that I've noticed about some people, please, it's not all, mm. is that they actually put themselves in quite dangerous situations. Oh, yeah. Because they just want to do the thing and be known to have done the thing. That Then they actually have very risky play. They don't, you know, research any of the risks or any of the long-term effects that it could have on them. And then, of course, it's never their fault. Well, I was just about to say, and if they can't be known as, you know, the ultimate submissive, then they're quite happy to be known as the victim, mm. usually. Mm. This is true. We see a lot of this. And they... I'm not naming and shaming, but we see a lot of it. Yeah, and and it's funny because you see people that have been in the lifestyle for a long time who genuinely care about the other people that they meet. Mm. And and so they you know, they ask them like, "Oh, will you be my my mentor?" Mm. And so this person, this hapless person who is accidentally falling into being their alleged mm. mentor, do you need a submissive to bring you a glass of water? Oh. That that would be lovely, but he's not she here. She for a cup herself. Yeah, he's he's not here at the moment, so <laughs> I'll just you know take care of myself. But when they're given it, given good advice, then they go, well, I'm not stupid. Mm -hmm. I, I know that, you know, X, Y, Z or whatever. And they go into the dangerous situation anyways. Mm -hmm. And this is something we see happen like it's almost cyclic. Yeah, it really is. That it, that it just continues to happen. And, and they, people don't heed warnings. No. no. And they believe that they know what's best for them and they don't speak to people who are more experienced. I'm not saying more knowledgeable. I'm not saying that, you know, anyone who's been in the scene for 20 years has more knowledge than somebody that's been in the scene for two years. I'm just saying that they have more experiences and they have more, you know, hands-on knowledge of what can happen and what goes wrong. And, you know, we're not even just talking about play that can go wrong. We're talking about, you know, dynamics and emotions. You know, we've seen people who have, you know, made false allegations against people because, you know, it didn't end the way that they wanted it to end. Or people that stamp their feet and say, that person can't come into this venue because I have an issue with them. Oh, my God. Break the fuck up. Can, really. Can, can we just take a second? We can take many seconds. To reflect here on the fact that there have been so, so many allegations made over the last couple of years. Yeah. And many, many of them unfounded. Yes. And that is not in any way. So don't even say it. There is no attempt here to victim shame. But what we have observed quietly from from the sidelines mm -hmm. is that a lot of these dominants that have been accused are guilty of simply not foreseeing the future and negotiating every possible single outcome that could have occurred. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of people who like to sit on the sidelines and go, um, oh well, I would have done it this way, and I, you know, well, mm. why didn't really? Well, we'll see when it's your turn to be the falsely accused. Mm-hmm. And it's not only that, you know, it's the it's the keyboard warriors and the oh, the, yes. the one hit wonders who who want things done their way, and they don't look at it from it's they don't look at at it holistically. Mm-hmm. They look at it from a singular viewpoint. And I think that any issue, like, I'm going to have another vent. I feel like it's a venting night. Seriously, if you have a fucking problem with somebody, grow some balls. And go pick talk up to the them. phone and talk to them. Send them a message. Don't fucking vent on Fat Life. You know what? I, I I used to love Fat Life. I used to enjoy it. It was a biggest perv on the on the planet. And now it is just one hapless has been after another venting that you know oh this didn't go right. This didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. So therefore everybody should suffer. You know what? I genuinely feel for people who are genuinely in in a situation that, you know, they need assistance with. And you know what? There are places to reach out. But don't vent and don't name and shame on Fat Life. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation with the person. Have a send them a message. Ring them up if you know them that well. Meet them for a coffee. Have those conversations, but you know, don't don't vent on on fat life because you know what? I want it to go back to my beautiful perving with all my friends sending me lovely links and 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 crumbs to delicious things. I don't want to go on there and read seven hundred people's views of what should have happened at the event last Friday when none of them were there. Oh no, sorry, a considerable amount of them were there, and a considerable amount of them have supported the venue. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I would have done the same thing, but I wasn't there. Well, let me just say this. Since we have started this podcast. Yes, which is amazing, by the way. Thank you. It is amazing. I have had a number of instances where I have been humbled by the fact that I had not fully considered all sides of a subject. And someone, whether it was you or or whoever, Mm. has said to me, I get what you're saying, but, and I have to stop and think about it from another direction. Mm. Um, and in that regard, this podcast has been tremendously growth inducing for me mm, because I, agree. I, I have, you know, I of course have a lot of my own thoughts about the lifestyle. I've been doing it a long time mm. and in a number of different places, but growth and emotional growth and intellectual growth is, is one of my things, one of my favorite things in the entire world. And when people want to have these conversations with me and I get to look at the other side of the coin mm. and I may still go, you know, okay, listen, I hear you, but I'm not doing that. Mm. But at least I've thought it through. At least I've had that opportunity to learn something and see something that I, I didn't know before mm. and and to consider it as part of my, you know, my entire paradigm. Mm. And I don't see a whole lot of new people to the lifestyle maybe having that experience of of, of having those discussions mm. and mm. and learning. I agree. I agree. I think you know. Look, I do. I do believe that that some dominants really quite holistic about the way they treat their submissives and they. 
they tend to not only the physical needs and the service needs, but also the emotional needs and the the growth. Mm -hmm. There are some that don't. There are some that just want a pretty thing hanging on a chain, following them around, bending over the the um you know the spanking bench and taking whatever they can give them. And you know what? If that's their dynamic, good luck to them. That's not my dynamic. No, I don't. I don't want that. So we did think you know that people pleasers. You know, people pleasers is considered a, a mental health disorder. It is one of the selection criteria for, for, you know, many actual health disorders. So, you know, obviously, if you believe that you're a people pleaser, then, you know, there is help out there to help you overcome that need to constantly feel like you need to please people and then, you know, when you're not pleasing them enough, then you move to the next person and please the next person. And then when you're not pleasing them enough, keep moving through. Instead, what we ask is you stop and actually reflect on your own behavior. And why are you a, a people pleaser? You know, quite often that really heavy, deep shadow work. And we're not suggesting that we are in any way, shape or form, like qualified to help you with that. But there are people that can help you with that. But you know, who do you want to please? These are some self-reflection questions that I would ask myself. You know, is it is it that you want to only please people so that you appear to be the ultimate submissive? Or is it that you actually want to please the dominant? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you want to please yourself, why? Like, wh- why are you doing that? Why is, why are you going through the motions of acting like a submissive if you're in fact not a submissive. And look, it is perfectly okay to say I am after the next great best sexual or whatever experience. Mm-hmm. More power to you. You just go do that thing. And and you know, we like to call that hedonism and, and that's mm-hmm. a whole thing. And you can do that. You can. You don't here's this is one of the things that's always bugged me. Mm-hmm. Every new submissive that comes into the lifestyle, well, okay, obviously not every single one, but a lot of them, they immediately gravitate towards they want to be a slave because they think that's the hardest and the most prestigious spot for them to go. Mm. Yeah, it, look, it's it's hard, okay? Being a slave is hard work. Mm. And it is nothing about what you want. Mm. Like, what you want is almost never considered. Yeah. And it's okay to not be a slave, but to be a submissive and not be a slave. It is okay to be a bottom and not be a submissive or a slave. That's right. And it is okay to be exploring. It is okay to be, I don't know. I just want to do all the things until I know. Yeah, absolutely. And I would strongly suggest that you do that. Mm, mm. If you haven't done all of the self-reflection and, and all of the, the, the humbling conversations and the, the long, lonely nights alone as you think about things, then by all means, seek out the experiences to identify where you belong. Mm, absolutely. And look, we're not saying that only submissives can be people places because dominance can be people places oh, absolutely. as well. And, you know, and it's, and it's all about what the other person wants and that gives them a great sense of satisfaction. So, you know, it, it's not, it's not that this is a, uh, you know, are only submissives or only people who identify as the, uh, you know, the bottom half of a, of a DS dynamic can be people pleasers. We're absolutely in no way saying that. Um, but what we are saying that, that, you know, true submission is, is about service to one or more 
mm-hmm. dominants or, or tops, and that that it is genuinely about wanting to please your dominant top master. An external focus. Yeah. It is about pleasing an external focus. It is not about what you want. Now, ple- pleasing this external focus and, and being found pleasing by mm. this external fo- focus can and will and should give you a sense of fat satisfaction against a sense of pride in your work. Mm. A sense of desiring to do that again and again. But that's a different feeling from, oh, that beating felt so good. Give mm. me, give me some more. Yeah, absolutely. Very different. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's some real good food for thought. And just, you know, I, I really want the community to work together. And if you think that somebody is a people pleaser, have that conversation with them because quite often they actually can't recognize it in themselves. Oh, I believe that 100%. Yeah, and, and you know, have that conversation with them because the last thing I want to see is people, you know, people want to please for a reason because they need, you know, they need validation from external forces or, you know, they need they need something in their life. What I don't want to see is more people putting themselves in situations that are dangerous Yes. or risky or, you know, leave the scene all together because they couldn't find what they wanted. I think that's that's a great assessment. Mm, mm. So, like, if you've got a friend that's a people pleaser, have a chat to them. Let them know that, look, these are some thoughts that I've had. Direct them to this podcast. You know, maybe we can help them. Whereas I said, we don't ever claim to be, you know, any... We are not mental health care workers. No, we are not a lot of things, but definitely <laughs> not those. Um, but, you know, we do know people and we can steer you in the right direction or, you know, you can just start that self-reflection journey yourself as to what do I actually want to get out of this experience? Why am I here? And it's it's not something you're going to figure out in 24 hours. No. But being aware that it's there and starting to to make that journey in thought, mm. I think is is going to help you really sort out what it is you're looking for, what it is you want to achieve, uh, where you want your journey to take you. Mm-hmm. And and those are all great things to have in this lifestyle. Absolutely, very much so. Well, gosh, I think we ran out of things to say. Well, and right on time. That was perfectly, perfect length for... Well, I think we've said all we need to say about submission versus people-pleasing. Look, not to say, I, I, I enjoy a good people-pleaser. Quite like to watch them. <laughs> they give me, you know... Certain level of entertainment. They do, but also they do cause a little bit of distress in that I do get worried about them and I do yeah. think that they just probably do need some guidance and, you know... It was interesting because I didn't say anything before, but when you were talking about mentorships, mm-hmm. this is the reason why I don't do do mentorships. Yep. So, you know, I've been approached to be a mentor on numerous occasions and it's like, you know what, I just, I'm not an expert. I just like to do me and do my partner when he's up for it. <laughs> you mean when you take that cage out? When I take the cage out. Yeah. I wasn't going to talk about, like, chastity for the whole episode, it was one of my personal goals, and you just 
encouraged me to break my personal goal. Well, since I didn't know it was your personal goal, no, because, I, I don't think I'm I can not really a people pleaser. I don't have to tell everybody <laughs> what my goals are. <laughs> but anyway, like on a really serious note, like, you know, we don't want to see anybody submissive people pleaser, non-submissive, top switch, bottom dominant master slave we don't want to see anybody get hurt if you see somebody doing something that you think is dangerous step in step up and say hey you're my friend and i need to look out for you that's a that's a beautiful thing if somebody said that to me i'd be quite happy hmm me too i mean i might get my feelings in a twitch at first but you know then i'd reflect on it and get happy hmm Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, that's our episode. Might be a bit mishmoshy. I know there was a couple of inter- interruptions where, you know, I just had to speak my piece about a few things. No offence to anybody that was involved, but I am I have a right to an opinion because this is my podcast. Yeah. And, and exacting ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that being said, we will say goodbye for now. Bye. Stay kinky. So we'd like to thank you for joining us for our kinky conversations today. And we'd like to start by thanking all of our kinky supporters. Classic Ties held at the club on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Southeast Bush Bunnies for when you just need to be naked in nature and all tied up. JS Alternative Photography, Lux Latex and Leather Polish and Care, and the club, Melbourne's only dedicated kink venue. For further information on these businesses, please visit our show notes.